This Tuesday, Americans elected Republican presidential nominee Donald Trump as the 45th president of the United States. His inauguration is set for January 20th, 2017. Now it's time for America to bind the wounds of division. We have to get together. To all Republicans and Democrats and independents across this nation, I say it is time for us to come together as one united people. Time. I pledge to every citizen of our land that I will be president for all Americans, and this is so important to me. In Congress, elections gave the Republican Party the majority in both the Senate and the House of Representatives. With Trump and Pence in the executive, Republicans now control two thirds of the federal government. The Republican Party's platform, as adopted this summer at the GOP National Convention, contains some extremely anti-LGBT proposals. It includes a section titled Defending Marriage Against an Activist Judiciary, which condemns the Supreme Court's decision in Obergefell v. Hodges, which is the case that legalized same-sex marriage nationwide. would misunderstand petitioners to say that they disrespect or diminish the idea of marriage in these cases. They're pleased that they do respect it. They respect it so deeply, they seek to find its fulfillment for themselves. They ask for equal dignity in the eyes of the law, and the Constitution grants them that right. For these reasons, and others set out in the opinion, the judgment of the United States Court of Appeals for the Sixth Circuit is reversed. The Chief Justice has filed a dissenting opinion in which Justice Scalia... The GOP platform says that heterosexual marriage is, quote, the foundation for a free society and has for millennia been entrusted with rearing children and instilling cultural values. A number of proposals recently introduced in Congress are now in majority Republican hands, such as various acts hoping to protect or defend marriage and family. One of these proposals is a standby of Republican policy, most recently reintroduced by Ted Cruz. It's a resolution to add an amendment to the Constitution defining marriage as only being between a man and a woman. As for the Supreme Court, currently sitting justices like Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Stephen Breyer are being eyed for retirement. Even without the current crisis of the Senate's refusal to consider President Obama's nominee, Merrick Garland, it's entirely possible that Trump will have to fill at least one seat. In a January interview with Chris Wallace on Fox News Sunday, Trump criticized the Supreme Court's Obergefell decision. Uh, They have ruled on it. I wish that it was done by the state. I don't like the way they ruled. I disagree with the Supreme Court from the standpoint they should have given the state, should be a state's rights issue. And that's the way it should have been ruled on, Chris, not the way they did it. This was a very surprising ruling. Uh, I would have much preferred that they ruled at a state level and allowed the states to make those rulings themselves. But, But just to button this up very quickly, sir, are you saying that if you become president, you might try to appoint justices to overrule the decision on same sex marriage? I would strongly consider that, yes. When Wallace again asked him about the Supreme Court at the final presidential debate, Trump affirmed his and the Republican Party's persistent promise, this time regarding Roe v. Wade. Do you want to see the court overturn Roe v. Wade? Well, if we put another two or perhaps three justices on, that's really what's going to be, that will happen. And that'll happen automatically, in my opinion, because I am putting pro-life justices on the court. The Republican Party platform specifically states an intention to load the court with conservative judges who would, quote, 
Enable the courts to begin to reverse the long line of activist decisions, including Roe, Obergefell, and the Obamacare cases, that have usurped the state's lawmaking authority. Trump's most recent statement on transgender rights was in a July 2016 interview with the Raleigh News and Observer in North Carolina. North Carolina's been in the news a lot lately for House Bill 2, which is the law that says if you're a transgender person, you have to use the bathroom that corresponds to your birth certificate. Is it a law you support, or do you feel like the state should have made well, some I'm changes going, to it? I'm going with the state. I mean, the state is, uh, you know, they know what's going on. They see what's happening. And generally speaking, I'm with the state on things like this. And uh, I've spoken to your governor. I've spoken to a lot of different people. And I'm going with the state. And of course, here in Indiana, we are familiar with Vice President-elect Mike Pence's opinion on LGBT rights. You may recall Indiana made national headlines last summer thanks to the Indiana Religious Freedom and Restoration Act. The Religious Freedom Restoration Act at the federal level and all the states now, including Indiana, who have it, are simply about addressing that. This is not about discrimination. This is about empowering people let me to try confront to you, government let me try to overreach, you George. There, though, on it because your supporters say it would. And so, so yes or no? If a florist in Indiana refuses to serve a gay couple uh, at their wedding, is that legal now in Indiana? George, this is, this is where this debate has gone, with, with misinformation and uh, frankly, It's just a question, sir, yes so, or no? Well, well this, there's been shameless rhetoric about my state and about this law and about its intention all over the internet. People are trying to make it about one particular issue. Back in 2001, when running for Congress, Pence stated in his campaign platform that federal dollars used to fund the Ryan White HIV AIDS program should, quote, be directed towards those institutions which provide assistance to those seeking to change their sexual behavior, end quote. In other words, he said the federal government should fund conversion therapy. In this year's State of the State address, Pence said, I think there's two things that we can all agree on. First, Hoosiers don't tolerate discrimination against anybody. And Hoosiers cherish faith and the freedoms enshrined in our Constitution. And I believe that no one should be harassed or mistreated because of who they are, who they love, or what they believe. We're a state with a Constitution. Our Constitution not only protects the right to worship God according to the dictates of our consciences. But it also says, and I quote, no law shall in any case control the free exercise and enjoyment of religious opinions, nor interfere with the rights of conscience. Our Supreme Court has actually made it clear that our state constitution protects both belief and practice. I will not support any bill that diminishes the religious freedom of Hoosiers or interferes with the constitutional rights of our citizens to live out their beliefs in worship, service, or work. Given the positions of the Republican Party and our president and vice president-elect, the next four years could spell major change for LGBTQ Americans. For Blooming Out on WFHB, I'm Catherine Delarosa.